Ladies and gentlemen, it's my time to shine. <laughs> she has been waiting for this, you guys, since June. Since we decided to do a podcast together. Since, well, since I approached her about the idea about doing the podcast together. This girl has been waiting for this day. For, <laughs> for the, months. For months. And especially after I bought my tickets to... I'm pointing to you, Abby. Comic-Con. Thank you. <laughs> I know we lacked on the post, but believe it or not, the service in the Jacob Javits Center is ass. Like, pure Oh, especially ass. on the show floor. Like, mm -hmm. and Abby texted me. She's like, why are you not posting? And I'm like, I'm trying. Yeah, the show. And I, I, I went the third day, and it was horrible. Not the, not the actual event. The service was horrible. Like, you would get away from the show floor and go to other places, and I was okay. Like, I was able to text people. And stuff, but I could not put social pictures media? on social media. No. It was like a wrap Texting, for that. yes. Social it's media, like they no. purposely make social media not work during the event. I think that's a smart move, though, because, you know, people are Not really, free. because when I went to the panel, which I will speak about, um, they told us actually to post on social media about it. For they could get more um. I think after traffic. the fact, though, because, like, there's a lot mm -hmm. of spoilers. Mm -mm. Really? Hmm. I'll explain. But... You guys, welcome back to episode 20. We have 20 episodes now. Woohoo! That's fucking amazing. We've been doing such a great job. We've been as consistent as possible, especially with our crazy schedules and everything that's going on in our personal lives. But yeah, I will get to that in my personal life a little later because it's been a little interesting. Well, to me, we'll see. Um, I only told a few people, but no, I'm not dating anyone. But Comic-Con. Oh, welcome back to the episode of A Left to the or what is now known as A Left to the Wine. For now. And we will talk to you guys about that later. But um yeah. This episode is all about Comic Con, our experiences, and then we're gonna give a few tips and tricks for newcomers, aka me, which I noticed and I kinda wrote down myself and then Rosie's gonna add on to that. It's about ten tips or so. Um just stay tuned so whoever really wants to go next year, I feel like it's worth it, but we'll talk about that later. We're going to do the Chardonnay first because this is something that is kind of an extension of last week's episode's Chardonnay because it hurt my heart to even know that this happened. Um, it's not a coincidence that this is happening, but to move on, this week's Chardonnay has to do with the key witness in Amber Geiger's murder trial. His name is, sorry, because I'm reading and I'm just kind of slow. I think it was Joshua Brown. Yes, Joshua Brown. So if, for those who... <clears throat> wow, that's crazy. So for those who don't know, Joshua Brown was a key witness in the uh, Amber Geiger case that actually helped jurors push, put her in, in jail. Or it convicted her, I should say. Ten days after he testified, the witness was gunned down at his apartment complex. Same car, um, part, uh, apartment complex that Botham Jean was shot at by Amber. He was shot at it, and he was supposed to be a key witness to, to against the Dallas Police Department. So not only was he the witness in her case, but he was going to be a witness in another case that they were investigating against the Dallas Police Department. So Brown lived across the hall from both from Jean at Dallas Southside Flats apartments last year when Officer Amber Geiger walked into Jean's apartment, mistaking it for her own, and killed him. Brown's testimony during Geiger's murder trial was key because he was able to describe the officer's actions immediately after she killed her neighbor, a 26-year-old accountant. Brown was killed Friday at his current home, the Atera Apartments, about five miles from his former complex where he and Geiger and Jean lived. Okay, 
I'll take that back. They, he didn't live in the same place, but this is a new place. Authorities have said have not said whether there's any connection between Borom's death and his testimony in Geiger's trial, which ended last week. I will continue reading, but this is for you guys to read later on. I just know that I'm super saddened by the news because now the girl, the woman who, which forgive me, I don't know her name at the moment. I should have researched a little more, but I just saw this before we started recording. The woman who I think recorded or something like that, they're in fear for her life as well. Because she already got fired from her job for um, recording Amber Geiger during this whole situation. People are afraid that she may be next. Is this a fucking coincidence? I think not. I feel that this was purposely done. There's no way in hell a few days after the fucking trial happens that this poor man who has a one-year-old son or about to be a one, uh, his son's about to become one, gets shot down in his apartment complex after the whole fucking trial ended. It's bullshit and no offense to any white people out there because it's not solely towards you but towards those racist people out there. I'm sorry, but when you do shit, you should be held accountable for your actions. And it's not fair that black and brown people are constantly, even when we're innocent. And then white people get the fucking, like, slap, like, pat in the back. I, I, I'm over it. Honestly, this is really painful, and I cannot imagine how the black community feels. I don't want, I mean, not that I don't want to know how you feel. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's not funny, but... <clears throat> I'm a very empathic person. I feel deeply. And when I read this, I wasn't shocked, but I was hurt. So, yeah. There's that. I couldn't even bring myself to fully read the article this morning after I, I saw it. And also, I apologize for any side noises I'm making. I'm just eating soup right now. Um, humor is how I cope with these kinds of things. I can't. Um, I honestly have no words. Uh, oh, I really don't. I have the like. It's just unfortunate because it's like, why do we have to get to this point where um, this shit has to continuously happen? She did it. She goes to jail. That's it. Like, there's no. There shouldn't be any work around. There shouldn't be. Well, she was molested as a child, like her mom said during the trial and whatever. That she shouldn't get ten years. You know, she's been through so much. We all have. We all have been through so much. Depending on who you're speaking to, or to some extent of the word, we've all been through so much. But you don't see the majority of us up here shooting other people or harming other people in any way possible. Point is that this is getting a little too ridiculous. I'm tired of the hashtags because I don't want to see it. I'm just tired because another innocent it life be should happening. It shouldn't be happening. Another innocent life should not be taken away. It's just it's, it's constant like sadness after sadness. Now, a I child doesn't have his father. The girlfriend doesn't have a boyfriend or husband. I'm not sure if they're married. Um, a mother doesn't have her child. All because he saw something that... I mean, wrong place, wrong time, maybe. But at the same time, helped, you know, both of them get justice somehow. Which it barely happens. Look what happened to Trayvon Martin. His killer's still on the loose and brags about it every once in a blue. You know what I mean? Like, I just... I can't. I think the saddest part about this is the fact that no one's surprised that this happened. And I think that's the problem, and it's becoming an issue, and I want to talk about this one time. The desensitization. Thank you. Desensitization. Whatever. I'm not even going to try. But, <laughs> you know, we're becoming desensitized to a lot of shit. And I feel like they're doing it on purpose for that when the next time it happens, we kind of don't bat an eye. That's it's kind of like... happening now. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, all shrug. It's like, all shrug, yeah, it happened. Okay, fine, you know. Whatever. Oh, another no one, hashtag. Oh, and no one's surprised person. at the at the concept that 
that at like if this because there's no as far as I've read there's no um uh full uh there's like ideas floating around that it is a conspiracy mm -hmm. um the reason I'm not confirming that is because I haven't read articles stating the obvious and like we all know but we can't really say we know until we know the proof but the point is is we are not surprised if it is, ends up being the corruption. It is the corruption. I mean, but, there's no other way of, like, seeing this. This is not a coincidence that he just killed it. And the witnesses say that they saw an unmarked gray vehicle or something like that pull up to the parking garage or whatever and then shot him. Obviously, this is all motive. There's motive to something. And we're not dumb, but they make it try to seem like we're dumb. Like, oh, no, it's probably something else. Or they're going to try to spin it as he was a gang member or he was a thug or, you know, it was retaliation somehow. No, majority of these cases are not retaliation. Majority of these cases, these men had nothing to do with any type of gang activity. Maybe in some weird small percentage, maybe. I mean, I can't. It's so hard to keep up with the names because it's like be right when you get the gist of one case, another one happens, you know, and it's just so such bullshit because as I was explaining to somebody else recently, black and brown people were, were very forgiving. Like we're look at they hugged her at the end of the whole fucking thing. Okay. Child. Like, I applaud. I applaud him so much because but that's the problem. I would not be able to do that. You know, me neither. And neither is the majority of black and proud people out there. The first time we saw her, we were like, what the fuck are you doing? And it's just going to be like the poster child or the poster of, well, he forgave, then you could forgive the other white people for doing these oh, things. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, this I, is never what thought, I'm saying. Yeah. I never thought of it like and that. And this is becoming a problem because now everyone's like, oh my God, if only the other black people in these other cases would be so forgiving and stuff like that. Why should we forgive you for purposely killing us? It doesn't make sense. Why should we continue to forgive you when you're going to continue to do what you're doing? Oh, it's a it is point. a problem because now point. a lot of white people are going to be at all. So I'm like, well, you know, he forgave him. So it's okay. Like, no, no, uh, it's, it's not. Okay. I, the reason I, I like, I personally would never be able I to do that. I applaud him for being, having the balls, I guess. But I'm also judging because it's like, are you serious? Do you not watch the I mean, the news? maybe that's his way of, that's probably coping, his coping. Probably. And, you know. And um, I don't know how he feels. But I would, what I would never do is then if someone acted out angrily be, at the person who got sentenced for killing their loved one, I wouldn't compare the two and have been like that. But that's common sense, you know. I would be angry. I'd be angry. I would. What I'm saying is I wouldn't judge the person who is angry. Me neither. In comparison yeah. to the person who hugged her, because right. it's common sense that people heal differently. And I'd be fucking angry. I would be, I would angry be too. fucking angry. I don't angry. understand how this family's not angry and like how this family doesn't want like fine, there was some sort of justice. Honestly speaking, she's gone for ten years. At most she's probably gonna serve five and that's, then she's out. That's more than I think that's more than Brock Turner got. That's more than a lot of other people are gonna get. And some people wanna take that and say, you know what? It's something. It's not it's something. It's not enough. It's never enough. Or how about, and then after all this happened, all of a sudden, I'm seeing a lot of news where there's a bunch of black men who have been getting out of jail because now there's evidence coming up for these certain people who didn't commit a crime but have been sitting in jail for 15 plus years for the most minuscule oh, yeah. things. As soon as DNA testing came around, all these cases are getting backlogged and they're going to... It's so ridiculous though because that just means that you're not doing your job and then honestly, you're just trying to put a face to the, all black people are thugs or... You know, Latinos rape. It, it's just... I mean, it's a bad stereotype. But, like, it is so fucking frustrating at this point. 
And like I was saying earlier, I don't understand. Honestly, like, I can't even imagine what these mothers are thinking, what these fathers are thinking when they have to speak to their children about how to speak to cops or how to speak uh, speak and be around people who can't put them in danger. And I'm not just saying white people because there's a lot of Hispanics out there who are also racist as fuck. And I have to call them out on it because if I'm not mistaken, I was just reading on the news that these two Hispanic guys killed someone in the park. So... It's not just white people. It, 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 the racism, is, it, the roots are deep. They're deeper than just black and white. It's deeper than just America because it's happening all over the place. But it's so prevalent here. And it's so like, it's like, it's celebrated here, I should say. And it's sad. But I could go on for this forever. And I want to have a lighthearted, happy episode. So closing my remarks. <laughs> uh none i i no words bitch i'm angry <laughs> that's my final word bitch i'm angry and i'm about to make it a hashtag bitch i'm angry i'm over it enough is enough anyway moving on comic-con my time to shine <laughs> fucking nerd um <laughs> I, I prefer geek but yeah why is there such a bad connotation to the word nerd? Oh, no, it's not. I always personally viewed nerds as, like, more school-oriented, book-oriented. God bless your soul. She just passed me a candy. Um, and geeks more movie-based, comic book-based. I don't know. I you just, know, I used to think of nerds as, yes, in a way, like, nerds, school-based, you know, so scholarly and stuff like that, but also adding on things like anime and comic books and stuff like that that's like one category and when i think of geek i think of tech geeks people are more into like science and does that make sense i fall into both categories so i'll okay. take either i just think geek sounds funner more fun to say funner continue so it's her time to shine so for those who don't know who a comic con is comic con is a comic book convention. Well, that's what it originated Literally stands as. for. Yeah. That's what it originated as. Mm -hmm. um, started in New York, San Diego. They're the two big... They're all over those states. All, mm -hmm. over, the, all over the world. I think um, New the York is biggest. the one that have is the, the, the latest, right? Because San Diego was earlier, earlier. in the year. The two, the two biggest ones are San Diego and New York. Mm -hmm. As far as I know. For I think I, it's one international. So is it international comic card? Probably. I never go to it. <laughs> we won't be able mm -hmm. to. <laughs> Hey, some people are that decade. I don't got money like that. So can you. Um, San Diego, if you like more films, television, things like that. See, Netflix I need to go to that one. San Diego's up your alley. New York has shows and movies and things like that, but it is more comic-based book. Mm. Comic book-based. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm chewing. She handed me candy. Okay, we gotta eat. I just had soup. So, I had one costume per day. I have to, I tried my best to take photos as I was going along, but as Abby mentioned earlier, it was a dead zone. Uh, we will so post costumes tomorrow. We'll be post when costumes, you, when you hear this. five minute long videos, like <laughs> I took as much as I could, random dance parties that kept happening. Yeah, random dance parties kept happening. I that. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to begin. Before we begin. Let's just mention that Comic-Con is not for a particular group of people. 
And I'm gonna speak about this later when we talk about the hypocrisy, hypocrisy of like nerd culture, which I really need to touch on. Right. Like I feel like there's such a stigma behind being a nerd and a geek that if you don't like certain things, then you're not nerdy enough. And if you like it too much, then people judge you. But if you guys ever go, if you people ever go to Comic Con, just know that you're gonna see an influx of so many different people, different backgrounds who are enjoying the same exact thing. There was no fights. I didn't see any fights. It just felt like just one big happy place for four days. <laughs> it really was. It's. I felt like I was in my element. Like, I really felt like I was in my element. I, for the first time in a very long time, I felt like I belonged somewhere. And that doesn't happen a lot. That happens maybe twice a year, which might be a lot. I don't know. So, let's start with day one. What did I do? I had a half day. Okay, so Thursday, Friday, I had a half day. Mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday were full days because I was coming from work. So, on the first day, I used this time to look at Artist Alley and the show floor. So, for those who haven't been to Comic-Con, the show floor are basically, it's an area of vendors and activities. It has many, many different things. You know, I just realized that I missed the whole section of the fucking show floor. What do you mean you missed the whole section? The 2000s section? I never got there. You never made it to 2000? I never got it to Did 2000. Did you at least start at 100? No. I went to 100 when we went to go see that panel on Saturday. Other than that, I was in at the 1000 section, went down there to that section, and never... I didn't even know there was a 2000 section until I went to that panel. 3000. It goes up to 3000. Fucking shit. It's okay, like 30 continue. aisles. It's massive. It's huge. This is why... Okay, when we get to the tips, then we'll go there. But go. Okay. So, day one I get there. I'm on the... I meet up with... Shout out to Martha, because she's my companion for Oh, my gosh. Speaking of Martha, she texted me to ask me where I was during the event at, like, 1 o'clock. And then she um, she told me later on, if you get a text by me asking you where you are, ignore it. It's not about um, that present time. It was about, you know, like, 20 minutes ago. I was like, okay. Tell me how I'm almost home at 8.55 p.m. is when I got her text from 1 p.m. That's how bad the service is. So... Shout out to Martha. She was my companion for the four days because she also had a uh, pass. Yeah. If you're going to travel with anyone, travel with Martha because she's so patient. She is. It's it's unbelievable. You guys need to go travel with someone who's patient, if especially if you're new but um so i go i mostly do honestly she calmed me a lot calmed me a lot because i was freaking the fuck out i actually have my scheduling here i got there and mainly just did show floor i mainly did um the artist alley now artist alley is full of the artists who some work on comic books some work on posters different types of art and this year i really really appreciated the art more than i did previously I also didn't make it to Arts Alley, but <coughs> continue. You didn't make it to a lot, believe it or not. I had a one-day thing, and honestly, trying to get... Okay, we'll talk about that when okay. we get to Saturday, but yeah. And it was such a... I don't even know, like, how to really describe it, because everything's unique, and you you immediately feel exhausted, because getting through security, and then getting... Like, trying to walk anywhere it takes 20 25 to 30 minutes and if you can't see because of a certain mask yeah right. which i was evil morty and i actually got responses to that costume i heard yeah yeah someone was like oh geez just something morty says or uh someone else said the one true morty and i was very excited about that as well anyone who uh 
there's something so you know that feeling when you're in the bathroom at a bar and you're drunk and a drunk girl compliments you i love those days that's <laughs> that feeling is what i got when people recognize my costumes because my costumes are really simple because i go for comfort more right. than anything yeah. comfort first we're good we're gonna talk about that yeah for tips for ter- first time goers eventually i'm gonna i'm gonna level up but not not anytime soon just um, a sidebar um in case anyone doesn't know people dress up and I don't mean they dress up just simple shit and put on a t-shirt. Oh, no, People no, no, no. go to the nines to fucking dress up for Comic-Con. And it's so amazing. Even if you don't do much there, just watching the, the costumes costume. and stuff is so amazing. How creative everyone is. Granted, I couldn't point out a lot of stuff. Things look familiar and I just couldn't name them. But I did recognize a lot of the Stranger Things stuff. Marvel, of course joker because that was a big one because the movie just came Ooh, out this past week yeah it's many variations of the joker yeah you many had, variations you have different the Heath movies, Ledger, the Heath one. You, yeah. you actually had some people's walking phoenix which i almost did on sunday but i'll get into that later Who? the newer joker oh i didn't hear the first name sorry. joaquin joaquin okay go ahead so um the first so my thing is i like panels and it took me while to discover I like the panels more than anything. Mm-hmm. But so my panels new thing, are basically just kind of mini shows. I want to say mini shows, but like presentations of like things either upcoming, commemor- commemorating stuff, like 20 mm-hmm. year anniversaries of shows that have been on for so long. Um, yeah, I'll get into pre- that. Yeah, sneak previews to like things that are coming up in the move, either movies, other comics, or video games, even sometimes. It really depends on what you're into. They had a lot of DC comics this weekend, I saw. Like DC panels, I saw. So, didn't do much on the first day, so I'm not going to go into detail with it. But I did, me and Martha were like, hey, let's try this panel. Because my thing, this year we decided to just try panels that sounded interesting Mm -hmm. to us. Even if, like, it's not something we really knew about. So we did that. And we ended up watching two episodes of this show called Creep Show. (laughs) It's campy as fuck. Mm -hmm. But it was entertaining. It's not anything we expected. It was just so campy. It was... What, I don't even know if its intention was to be ca- that campy, or mm-hmm. I probably was. But I recommend it. I would say watch the show, especially if you get scared easily. Mm-hmm. This is not a show you'll get scared. Right. You might get a little perturbed at points, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't get scared. Um, so that was really all I did for day one. Day two, and I, of course, met up with some of my friends, you know, saw them and their pictures. We got some picture of me as Morty, Morty Smith. Um, God damn. I bought art, a lot of art, more art than I should have. Ooh, yeah, shout out to Lord Mesa because, like, his artwork was the first thing I ever bought in Artist Alley, and I'm framing that shit mm-hmm. um this is for later <laughs> yeah no i figured um no, i'm not gonna fucking remember shit i'm gonna be honest all my days kind of merged into one mm-hmm. so i might be telling things out of chronological order i think we should just talk about it about the days because if we go through the days it's gonna be oh no no try and put the in details that are not necessary um i'm gonna move on to day two well it kind of it, it's like the lead up of what i go through prior to your arrival and then <laughs> my one day after your arrival pretty much so day two was basically the same thing, except I go to another panel. Let me see. I missed. I oh, and here's the thing: people surprise show up. They just 
or surprisingly show up. Ryan Reynolds showed up on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Randomly. Well, that's another thing I hear a lot, a lot too. Like, there's random um, people. Um, and just fair warning, they don't tell you any of these things until the tickets are bought. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't usually know ahead of time. But my favorite thing was that I went to a the Batman 1989 movie 30th anniversary mm-hmm. panel. It was only an hour long, and um, Michael Uslan, Uslan, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he was the, he's pretty much the reason Batman 1989 came out. Um, and he was, I think he was also executive producer on Joker, but just like hearing the story of how that Batman movie came about and how he wanted to do justice for Batman, because in his, in the comics, Batman was always a darker, um, story until the Adam West version came out, um, of Batman, very, uh, you know, the, the lighthearted comic book. And he said... When he was 20 minutes into the first episode, he realized that this is what they were doing. They were making a comic out of Batman. And he wanted to do justice to Batman and one day make it what it was. And he pushed for 10 years to get 1989, the 1989 Batman out. And then when it finally came out, it was not like anything ever. And like at this point, no one took comic books seriously or thought mm-hmm. they could be profitable. But he pushed and he got it. And that was like how Batman started to go on the dark path. And that's how we ended up with the the Christopher Nolan films. <laughs> so that was an exciting, exciting panel, and it was only it was only an hour. Um, we kind of left during the Q and A because um, as I think a lot of people do. During my panel too, they left during the Q and A. I try Q&A. not. I usually try not to, but I wanted to make sure I got to the movie theater on time because I was going straight to Joker afterwards, mm-hmm. which um, I do have some. Based on our previous episode, I do have, uh, I may have to take back some of the things I said um, regarding insults and Joker, but that's another topic for another day. Yeah, she'll be here forever. Yeah, I'm going to geek out. I'm geeking out. I'm trying to, like, fast geek out. You need to. (laughs) I need to, and I'll go into why I need to geek out in a while. So that was the panel I did Friday. Now, come Saturday, I got up. Fucking early. And I, I texted Abby. To, I was supposed to meet you there for the early stuff, but for those who don't know, I'm not a D, like a huge DC fan. I am more of a um, Marvel fan, 100%. That's just me. I've always been a Marvel fan, especially since I was obsessed with um, X-Men when it first came out, the movies. And let me just make it known. I am not necessarily the comic book fan person. I'm a movie franchise person. Because I, as a graphic designer and as an artist itself, I love the art. I can appreciate the arts of comic books, of course. But I love the art and everything that goes behind creating movies and stuff like that. It's amazing to me. CGI. Storyboards, right? Huh? Like storyboards? Yes, the storyboards, you know, CGI, editing, the music that comes with it. um, You would thrive in San Diego. That's what I'm saying. So I'm thinking that maybe I should take a trip to California and do that one one year. But um, not now. Anyway, yeah. So just... Which I think later on it will raise the question of like, are you really a nerd if you're not into certain things? And it's kind of like, oh, come on, I geek out about fucking astronomy. If you haven't noticed, so I get up really early. I'm a solo traveler at this point because no one else is early up, up, up early enough, except 
Martha and Sophia. Shout out to Sophia, too. Because Sophia texted me, and she's like, where are you? Somehow, by the grace of God, they let me in, like, 15 minutes before the doors opened. That's cool. I think I don't think they were supposed to do that, but mm-hmm. they did. And I got in, and I was fourth in line for this panel I want to see, which was the... It was a panel about the, the arc, the Batman arc that's coming out, Year of the Villain, or that's been out. I don't know if it's been out, and I missed Not them. Sure. Um, some, I think, are, are... I think new... Some issues are just coming out. But they spent the entire time just talking about that um, and all the and what what's coming to the comic books and things like that. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. Li- I'd be lying if I said I left with only one comic book she this lying. entire four days. I'd be lying. <laughs> I have at least seven more comic books now. Well, a lot of them were cheap. Dollar here, five bucks there. Like it's not like you were paying an arm and a leg for them. some of them were expensive. One of like them I did them. pay a lot for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I paid like thirty bucks for comics because yeah, I got so like expensive. eighty years worth of Batman. Stuff. That's different. Or like the the highlighted stories. So, is it was it one book that you paid for thirty dollars for? Or one book, few? but it had many many comic books in it. Well, that's different. I'm, okay. I'm thinking like the small comic book. Like the one individual story. But this panel was the one I was dying to go to this entire time. There was two panels, but the next one's when Abby's not here. Um, <laughs> I'm talking as if it's still the same. We're still in Comic-Con. I'm still like, I can't get over the fact that it's over. But It's a thrill ride for, it's a thrill ride for nerds. <laughs> but, oh my god, the DC Year of the Villain. I have to go, I have to get those. I have to go back to Midtown Comics and get those. Um, oh my god, I signed up for DC Universe, so now I have access, which I paid money for the year, mm-hmm. but I now have access to all the shows, I'm watching Batman the Animated Series right now, mm-hmm. I have access to some comic books, I have access, I think, to a game or two? I have to look into what I really signed up for, but <laughs> I just got hyped because I get to see Batman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond, I get to see Titans, I get to see all the shows, you know? All the animated stuff. All the animated stuff, yeah. Young I, Justice. I like, love Flash. Like, the new Flash from, like, CW Flash. <laughs> okay. It should be premiering soon. I can't fucking wait. I left on a cliff- cliffhanger, as I always. also made a friend. She she does that sometimes. She, she well, has friends. She Comic-Con, does Ryan. Comic-Con, no, Comic-Con, you can make friends with random people. I know. Which, shout out to Charlie, who's never going to hear this podcast because I never brought it up, but... You never know. Shit happens. Life has a funny way of working out. Oh! I made Abby come with me to see Sean Astin and Billy Boyd on stage. I'm going through our schedule. Disclaimer. I've never seen The Hobbits. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. I just know about them. Okay. So I had no clue. Here are my sinuses for the story. I had no clue who this person was because it's me you're speaking to. I just knew that he was a part of Stranger Things. For all of one season. Um, yeah, uh, and a few other and sh- the Goonies and the Goonies and, and a few other Man. yeah and a few other movies that I did watch. He was a part of and the show called No Good Nick. I'm not sure if it's, it's a Netflix show. I don't know. It's a stupid kids show, but it's interesting at the same time. I don't know. I like kids. Anyway, shows. there's a section in Comic Con where they have like 15 minute little mini panels that whoever comes up. So both Billy Boyd and Sean Astin came on. And I was excited. I dragged Abby. I was like, I want to go see him. Honestly, you dragged me because I didn't know what the fuck what I was doing. That oh, that also, yes, that is a valid point. Um, and I'm just, she's just like standing there like, yeah, I'm ready to be out of this crowd. And I'm here like, Sean Astin! Yeah, like, I have anxiety. the fuck out. I have anxiety with crowds. That's why I think I haven't been to an actual concert yet. I just can't do crowds. 
people don't move. I like to get to places and stuff like that. And it was just, you need a lot of patience to get to go through Comic-Con, especially on a Saturday, which I feel like is one of the bigger days because a lot of people are off from work. You know, they don't have to take off, you, don't, you know. So it's just really difficult. Um, Saturday. So basically, all I got through myself was the show, most of the showroom because I missed the 2000, half of the showrooms. Is it even half if you didn't go to the early 100 levels? Yeah, like I did go through the 100 levels. I was remember when we went panel. to go see the panel, well, the 15 minute panel. Um, we did were in see, that did area. Did you see level 200 onwards, or were you stuck in the 1000? No, at one point when you guys left, that I went to the bathroom because the fucking line was long. We kind of walked through some of them, and I saw okay. some stuff. So it's not like I didn't mi- I missed out on everything. I did see that Disney section and all that. Depends. Oh, I hate that section. <laughs> but um, so we crowded. started in the 1000 section and stuff like that. That's how I got um those little boxes of the 90s pins and stuff like that, which is great. And this, and just a disclaimer sometimes when you buy certain things, they give you free stuff. So, like, I got a free Harley Quinn pin, pin, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was cool. Um, so yeah, costumes before we move on to like Saturday and then moving on to the rest of the stuff, costumes. I went as Tommy Finster from. The Tommy Rugrats. Finster. You hear me? I said that, didn't I? You Chucky said Tom- Finster. I'm so tired. Chucky Finster from The Rugrats. Yes, it has nothing to do with comics per se, but he is a cartoon, and I was not the only one from Nick. We did see a man dressed up as Helga from Hey Arnold and a woman dressed up as Arnold. It was That's, the cutest thing ever. I, I love that. I want to yeah, love that. I love awesome. the gender-bending costumes me more too. than anything. That's. <laughs> I love those norm-breaking things. Yeah, it's... So it was really cool. It's my first time. I didn't really know what I was getting into, which is kind of going to segue into like the tips for first time goers. I felt like this was a great thing to mention because it was my first time and I felt like I learned a lot being there for like the fucking eight hours <laughs> that I was there. Um, I had no clue about panels. Honestly, I wasn't really interested in any of the panels per se this time around because they really didn't have any much about a Marvel or any of those shows that I watched growing up. Like Buffy the Vampire Player. They had it on Angel. I didn't really watch Angel. I watched Buffy. They did have a Buffy one, but it was later at night, and I was already fucking tired. Like, I was beat. I was really beat. The night before, I came home late. Like, it was just bad weekend overall. I just know that next year, I won't go anywhere on the days before I have to go to Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally found a Doctor Who panel, and if anyone knows me, I'm a huge fan of the show. Like, huge. I'm actually rewatching it again, because after I left Comic-Con that weekend, I just wanted to really rewatch all the shows and make all the connections and everything. Is it on Netflix still, or no? It's on Amazon Prime. Oh. Yeah, it sucks, but... Oh, wait, I have Amazon Prime. So then why are you, ugh, for? Because I don't like to use Amazon. I'm trying not to use Amazon, but I forgot my school... It's free. My student thing. Oh, it's free? Yeah, it's free to watch it. Once you have an Amazon Prime account, it's free to watch it. No, um, I have a whole thing again. I'm, like... I love Amazon and I hate Amazon. It's a, I, I have a love-hate relationship too. I love it, the fact that it has all these things, Convenient. but then I hate with the like what they're on. doing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So back to the back to your panel. Yeah. So um, Rosie's like, is there any panels you want to watch? And I'm like, what I the fuck is a panel? Her. Do you I'm need sure. to go to a panel and whatever? And I'm just like, well, there's nothing I really want to see. Usually they have like a Doctor Who panel where they um, kind of. Last year they had the screening of the Thirteenth Doctor. And right, that's that was what I'm insane. saying. Yeah, that was insane. they usually have like a screening for the upcoming episode. Apparently, BBC is um, taking out all the holiday episodes, so there won't be a holiday episode for um, Doctor Who anymore. So, unfortunately for me, because I've never gotten into like Doctor Who comics, um, this specific panel was about the comics itself. The comics basically makes the bridge between the previous season to the next season. They bridge the stories anyway. The new Doctor Who season for the second run of the 13th Doctor, which is a woman, thank God, Jodie Whittaker, um, who does amazing because she's like a combination of like Smith, Tennant, what's his last name? No. 
Right. He was at Comic Con this weekend. I didn't know. Eccleston. Yes, Eccleston. I could have said. Is his that last name. is that his last name? Mm-hmm. Okay. Something like Eccleston. Yeah. So she's a kind of a combination of all the nine, old 10, doctors. 11. Yeah, nine, ten, eleven, and a little of twelve, just a, a bit. 12? Yeah, early twelve. Yeah, before he 12. went on dark. Um, but mostly nine, ten, eleven. And they're doing a comic on her, and the tenth doctor's coming back. Anyway, the second run for her is not coming out to twenty twenty. So we still have a little while to go. So I don't think this is why they were premiering anything. I think they're still shooting. That's the problem. If you go on an off year in terms of movies, there's You won't also... find what you want to see. Yeah. So this year for me, panels weren't that great. Because one of the reasons I'm really... I mean, I've been down to go to Comic-Con for years. But one of the reasons I wanted to go this year is because I saw the panels from last year and how great they Bro, were. Bro, those panels were I heard were they were amazing. amazing. And me and Sam, it, shout out to Sam as well, who was also there with us this year. I heard she was getting mad free shit, that bitch. She <laughs> no was getting offense. free books, dude. <laughs> free books. But last year we ended up at a free showing drunk off our asses. Well, you know what I mean? Well, I was drunk off my ass. I'm not, not so. I don't remember if she was. So I, I don't think you know you. She wasn't. I was. Yeah, I was drunk. I was probably. gone. Free so, alcohol. Yeah, true. I mean, it's fun. It's great, and I wish I would have seen more. But it's just like you have. You think you have that many hours? In reality, you don't. But the break times that we took went by like that. Yeah. Because next thing we know, it's like oh, I have to get up because I have to go online. Yeah, to do stuff. We ate quickly and then got moved, moved on to the thing. For the most part, I stood on the show floor. That was most things that I did, and I did that one panel. By 6 o'clock, I was beat. I bought my nephew a sweater from Flash, and I bounced. I went to go eat at Stickies. I was out. And I just couldn't do it. Me and Martha, we went to another panel called DC House of Horrors or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's what it was, because you asked yeah. me to go, and I was like, I'm over it. It was just Not about, in a bad way, just I was over it. Was it was just about new, um, new, uh, like, from dc new uh not batman related comics mm-hmm. um which i thought was really cool because it's like nice to see some as much as i love the batman series and that group mm-hmm. like batgirl and um superman and like all of them and justice league and um it was nice to see something different and we got a free comic out of it but you, you know who was on the panel who? joe hill stephen king's son oh shit yeah okay it was really really cool and from what I've heard of his works, because I haven't read it yet, it was, it's fantastic. So um, I know some, was one of the people we were traveling with, huge fan of him. Um, but I'm going to read the comic, and I'll let you know how that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was that was it for that day. Uh, anything else on Saturday before I move very quickly on to Sunday? Um, before we get into Sunday, I just want to go over. So, Rosie, your costumes were... Oh, yes. So, day one. Day one. Evil Morty. Morty. We talked about that. Day, day two. two. Barney Stinson. I even had the bro <laughs> code with me. Wait for it. I had the ducky tie. I had the. It's legend. Had wait for it. Met tag. Oh, I should have done that. <laughs> it's like legend. Wait for it. Damn. Yeah, I should have done that. Have you met? Tag? I should have done that. Have you met I just Sam? Kinda, You're gonna use Sam, Sam for this. <laughs> I could. Um, yeah, I could have. Um, or I could have just been like, I'm awesome. I kept saying I'm awesome because that's like. I'm awesome. And I stood up. Zone, and, you know, yeah, I, I heard a few code. people f- uh, figured it out, though. Figured out who you were. 
Yeah, which three. Is also great. Three. We did count because I mean, the show's the show's been off the air for so long that some people forget. But also, I feel like now that um, there's a younger generation going to Comic Con too, so I feel like they know the newer stuff, like Stranger Things and mm-hmm. things like that. Rather than the old stuff, I feel like the older you are, or the people who have old souls who watch things like this are gonna know. People did every point on my costume. Somebody was like, "Did you? Could you even figure it out that she was um, Chucky Finster?" And I was like, "If you were really paying attention, you could have." But um. Yeah, um, day three, you were Harley Quinn. Harley, Harley Quinn, no. Which was, Harley, there was a lot of, but yeah. Thanks for that. But, I'm sorry, but it's true. <laughs> and there's always a lot of Batman on There's Halloween. always a, bat, a lot of Batman, a lot of Jokers. There's going to be a Why lot of Why is it Thors. any different, you know? No, it doesn't But I was a combo. Sometimes you want to. I was a combo of Harley Quinn and Pennywise. Penny uh, Quinn or Harley Wise, if you will. <laughs> um... And actually, people understood that because all, the only thing I ch- changed was the face makeup. Mm-hmm. I made it to look more Pennywise-ish. Uh-huh. And people actually understood what I was trying to do. It's like, someone's like, are you a combination of the two? And I'm like, oh my god, you're a god because you were able to identify that in my eyes. So And then Sunday. Sunday, the last day, which I'm about to go into, mm-hmm. I was just simply the Riddler, but from Ar- the variation that was used in Arkham Knight, the video game. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was... It was an easy costume to use. Uh, it's one of my go-to, but I think this year is going to be the last year for it. I think I'm going to retire it. That and Harley Quinn. Okay. I think i got to try something new, which... I think we should. Uh, I don't know what yet. But... Day four. Day... Well, day three, um, I also got a sneak peek of two people. Uh, Robert Sheehan and Justin Min. Okay. I, yeah, bl- I believe those are their names. They're two actors from Umbrella Academy. Klaus and Ben. Okay, so you know this whole time, and I realized it on afterwards. I haven't finished watching my the um, Umbrella Academy on Netflix yet. Yeah. I wanted to, and I just didn't finish. I haven't had the time to. Yeah. I heard it was a great show. Amazing. I have. I, I love all that science fictiony, magic, all that extra shit. My brain, though, my slow brain when I'm tired, was confusing that with My Hero Academia the anime for some dumb reason i got the two confused maybe because of the academy and the academia i fucked up because i would have been more interested in the fucking umbrella academy had i realized what it was but continue that's hilarious it is that's how you don't slow so hilarious i was tired so um So, um, on Sunday, I'm going to move on to Sunday now. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of shopping, and I got the poster of my dreams, which I'll send you. I'll put, get send a picture of, I didn't get any Doctor Who stuff, so I'm disappointed. I got, this <laughs> This artist did a very beautiful drawing of the newest Joker, mm-hmm. the, wonky, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Mm-hmm. He's I bought it, it, and then, like, he's like, you know, he did that thing where it's like, there, you know, there's a deal, so now you get the other one for like ten, another one for ten dollars, and I was like, oh, crap, now I got to because his artwork is amazing, and I ended up getting another poster with the other two jo- main jokers, Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger. I love the Heath's Joker too. I gotta show you this artwork; it's beautiful. But Sunday, the thing I looked forward to the most was a panel. It was a twentieth anniversary panel of Batman Beyond. And here's my thing when it comes to panels. I personally like the, like, the anniversary special things more than I like the screenings. Because the screenings, eventually they'll come out and I'll see them. But not every... But it's fun to be like, oh, I saw it first. <laughs> it is. But at the same time, now I can say I got to see both Will 
Friedle and sure. Kevin Conroy, who I never see on a regular, you know? That's true. Because you can always host a viewing party, but will you ever see Kevin Conroy? <laughs> Not every day, unless you Google him every day. And so they had a panel just discussing that, just discussing it in specific episodes, and I was in love. Of course you were. That's Batman Beyond. That was my childhood. So was Sunday and Thursday calmer than um, Saturday? Oh, not at all. No? Thursday, even Thursday was packed this year. At least when I went half day, it was really packed compared to Martha Martha was telling me that Thursday was a lot less packed than Saturday. Well, she said she felt like she couldn't move around on Saturday. No. Thursdays are generally less packed than Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. But um, nonetheless, over the years... So packed. It's getting more packed. Because um, this was my... So this was my... This will segue now into the tips for first-timers. And I'm going to start. <laughs> um, but this was my third Comic-Con. My very first Comic-Con, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I was actually scared. My very first day, I was in costume, mind you. Not go- going with no one. I was by myself. Some people saw me on the train, took me under their wing, and I hung out with them for the rest of the day. That's actually pretty cool, though. <laughs> this is Making friends at Comic-Con is like a thing you Because it's like do. you find your people. You find people you find who are going to not judge you for liking the things that you like, you uh-huh. know? So first tips for first time goers. Um, first <laughs> tips, tips for, for first time goers. Um, we're trying to help you guys out because honestly, I feel like if I had these tips beforehand, I would have been a little less, you I know, s- apprehensive I, about everything. I a little not less so nervous. Anxiety. I still would have the anxiety. Oh, I, I still had the anxiety because I have anxiety with crowds anyway. So it was a little difficult in general to get through this whole day. Especially since like the minute I walked in, I didn't know I couldn't find you at first. Remember, yeah, I had to kept texting you to find you. And it's like I kept bumping into so many people accidentally because I didn't know which way to go. I ended up by the birds of prey thing and I didn't move. I'm like, oh my God, you saw me. I was standing right there. Yeah, like, she oh was boy. standing in the middle oh like boy. a statue. And I was like, <laughs> good boy, good boy. she could have blended in with the mannequins. Fuck you. <laughs> so, since for first Chucky time going. amongst the birds of prey costumes. And I was the only Chucky in there. So, I should have did a combination of both Chuckies. I didn't think about that. That would have been a punny thing to do. It would have been. Anyway. Next time. Maybe not, because I'll probably think of something better. Um, so for tips for first time going, goers, buy one or two days. There's a lot to see, and you don't want to get caught just shopping on the showroom floor. There's lots to see and do. One day is not enough. It's packed, and it's hard to get around. I say this because I bought one day to experience it, to see if I'll go next year and to see if I'll buy more days. Mind you, they're expensive as it is, so you're better off, honestly, buying a four-day and just doing a little at a time. And just seeing what panels you want to go to and then plan your days around the panels. Because mm-hmm. if you want to see certain panels on Thursdays and Thursday and let's say Saturday, then you could use um, Friday and Sunday to like shop and see Artist Alley and all that other extra stuff. Um, I spent most of my time on the showroom floor. Again, like I said, there was not many panels that I particularly wanted to see because there was something that I wanted per se. So I'm hoping 2020 is a lot better. Now that I'm fan verified, I could get my tickets early <laughs> like I did. Fan verification. Pro yep. tip number one. Oh. Use fan verification. Do it as soon as you can. They'll tell they'll email you right away when the tickets are available and you can go get them. And then you write on the you're right on the queue. So the first time that you get it, um, you have to wait for the when it's open to general public. But once you're in there, you get early access. So yes, that's a part of tip number one. Definitely buy one or two days and try to get fan verified. Number two. Number two is my favorite tip. Panels, panels, panels. 
don't take advantage of. Don't take them for granted. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't take, take advantage of the yeah, first thing you yeah. need to do. <laughs> take, don't take them for granted because even though it might not look like something that's so exciting, it might turn out to be something very, very exciting. If your gut says, hey, I want to see this panel, uh, uh, should I know? Should I? Just, just go. It. Just go. They're yeah, free. you'll have to be online mm-hmm. for some of them. Yeah. Okay. When it comes to main stage panels, though, you have to reserve a seat. The way you do that is either through the lottery online, which they usually email you about. That's very new. That was only this year, I think. I don't know if they did it last year. But another way is you get there mad early, like you I did. Mm-hmm. You get online in a queue, and you wait, and you tap your badge, and then your seat's reserved, and then you just come back later for the actual panel. Okay. Um, Make sure you know what kind of panels you want to see. Which is great because once you get your tickets and you're verified and all the tickets come and stuff like that, they do release some of, most of the panels and events that are happening throughout the um, four days. So then you can kind of gauge what you're going to do. But you I didn't, wasn't really sure about this, so I didn't know. So therefore, and they don't tell you what kind of panels there are until like tickets are bought and it's closer to the event. So it's not like you can see you're the panels first. Yeah, you're taking a gamble. You can't see the panels first and then decide if you're going to buy tickets. It's either you buy the tickets or not. And I actually kind of like that because if... In a way, yeah. Because then it's like at least you're guaranteed like, hey, you're not guaranteed. There's a guarantee that you're going to go and see something, you know, Mm -hmm. but you're never sure what. And um, I like that little mystery, you know. I guess. Number three, definitely get there early to experience it all, especially to get to panels and showings. Yes. Even though we said that for part of number two, I mean, get there early in general. I think they open at 9, 10? 10. They they don't open the doors till 10. I've been there at like 9.30. The earliest I was let in was 9.45, but that was a fluke. That was actually not supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. But I was fourth in line for my panel, so. Yeah. Um, Get there early because there is a line to get in because you have to pass security and all that extra stuff. They check for weapons. Because, you know, some costumes have weapons, so they yeah. check to see, make sure the weapons aren't pointy. They do a weapon check, they check your bags, and then once you're in, you're in. Apparently, you're not supposed to have water, but they let me in with my water, so I don't go fuck. I don't know how, um, I think maybe the policy changed, because last year... It's possible, because I mean, come on. made me throw it out. It's fucking water. Like, I need it. Um, number four? Number four, be com- do what, do, be me. This is the mm-hmm. one time I'll say be, be as comfortable as possible. Bring shoes. If Extra you, shoes, if, if let's you say your to, costume has you heels. Cha- yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You were talking over me. Go ahead. Okay. Bring shoes. (laughs) Bring shoes if you have to change shoes. Um, Some of the I understand if your cosplay needs the heels. That's one hundred percent support that. Details. Devils in the details. Love that. But it does. If you're going to be there all day, I would recommend bringing comfy shoes to swap into, because you will end up standing around or sitting on the floor. So be sure. To be okay with sitting on the floor. Um, yeah, and don't wear new shoes because I did the mistake of wearing brand new sneakers and I was breaking them in. As, but then again, I'm having an issue with like standing for long periods of time anyway. Besides that, yeah, be comfortable. Number five, to dress up or not, it's up to you. It's really fun to dress up. I think one of my favorite costumes that I saw on Saturday was Freddie Mercury. It was amazing. Maybe I have an obsession with the movie. I have and, a video and of... I've seen it. Will you put it up? No, 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 that's not the whole video. Oh. Okay, so we'll put that up. But Freddie Mercury, um, the Fat Doors. I feel like a lot of people took advantage of the Fat Door oh, costume. Yeah. A lot of the jokers were pretty cool. Um, some of them were kind of meh, but a lot of them were very, very cool. And I was like, oh shit. But yeah, to dress up or not, it's really up to you. You don't have to if you don't want to the first time. 
if you're afraid that you're gonna be the only person dressed up, no, bullshit. Even traveling on a train, you'll see so many people, especially when you get into the Manhattan area. In the Bronx, not so much, but definitely in the Manhattan area. I felt iffy, and then I got comfortable as soon as I hit, once like, you hit the seven, Century. No, once you hit the 7 train, line, yeah. Once you good. hit the 7 line, you're good. Um, number 6. Um, definitely try and go with someone who's familiar. Abby over here was pretty <laughs> lost. Um, she didn't know what to do, where to go. Uh, There's maps, but it's it's, it's not, not enough. Easy. Um, it's not easy. Yeah. You would be under 1700, the poster, but then the fucking section's like 1545. Yeah, I, it's confusing. You want to know with someone who's very familiar with like the layout of how they do things. Um, Just also having, just having a person there who's just been there before, then they can just like tell you what to avoid, things like that. I mean, the vendors are different every year. Yeah. Except uh, for the most part, most are the same, but some change. Um, the South Park section was pretty cool. That's I didn't even see that. All oh, the changes. SP and me thing. I didn't even get through, go through that. Dude, that was so much fun. <sighs> I didn't want to be that guy who, I ended up being that guy who ended up saying something inappropriate at one point. And they were like, oh, you're the Cartman of the group. And I was like, god damn it. Of course. Oh, uh, where are we? Number seven. Kind of goes with number four. Get used to standing or, or be comfy, comfortable with sitting on the floor because there aren't many seats. There are seats, but if you're not there on time, you're not going to find one. So maybe panels are breaks in between of you doing stuff because then you're able to sit. Because the oh, yeah. panel I went to for Doctor Who was an hour oh. long. I was able to sit down for an hour and then I was ready to go once I left. Repeat. Take advantage of panels. Take advantage of the panels. Oh, I forgot to add a tip. But go ahead, number eight. Uh, I, have a t- I have one to add as well. Okay, cool. Number eight. You don't have to be a nerd. Honestly, you just come and have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, take, take pictures. Yep. Indulge in everything. Do everything you can. If there's Except activities, the definitely do them. Except the food. Don't right. indulge too much in the food. Yeah, it's expensive. It's expensive. And, but the pizza there was huge as fuck. Yeah, I've seen it like that for $5. But in, if it's not that great tasting. It actually wasn't it. bad. You know, I was expecting it to be worse. But yeah. Anyway, point is. Uh, next one. Number nine. Just because the panels are free does not mean that the signings and other stuff that you get online for is free. I purchase. Yeah, some people purchase signings and stuff like that for certain um, actors and stuff that are, are there throughout the um, couple of days. Um, Tom Hiddleston, what's his name? Hiddleston? Yeah. The person who plays Loki, he was there on Thursday. If you were wanted to see him and like you know take pictures and stuff like that, it wasn't like a free-for-all. You had to purchase it, and some purchases go for $45 and up. So just be weary of those things. Not everything is free, but panels are free. And sometimes you get free things, but it doesn't mean necessarily that everything in Comic-Con is free. Okay. And then um, my last tip is do not, whatever you do, do not judge. This is a judgment-free zone. People are being who they want to be. Literally, they're dressing up like who they want to be. If someone, not everyone has the funds to do like a very professional cosplay. Right. Not everyone has the artistic ability, i.e. me. But you don't have the, that doesn't give you the right to comment on someone's cosplay in a negative manner. Oh, pro tip number 11, the Comic-Con, I'm just gotta throw this out there because mm-hmm. Comic-Con posts this all, all around. Cosplay does not equal consent. Keep in mind, some, some, uh, some of the cosplays are very skin revealing. Mm-hmm. That does not give you a right to touch anyone inappropriately. If you want to take a picture with someone, ask. ask. If well, you want to take a picture tip, yeah, definitely. of someone, Ask. ask. Mm-hmm. Do not grope them just because they're dressed a certain way. Right. I mean, that's. I don't think it's been as big of an issue this year as I didn't it has. Anything, but I was there for one day. As 
previously it's been a big issue. Just because so people don't know how to control themselves. They think that's a free fall. That's mm. not it's not how it works. But so don't but don't going back to the don't judge, that's super important because people are trying their best to look as the character they want to look. And if you're making negative comments about how someone did their cosplay, just leave Comic Con. That's that's my personal opinion. The whole point just of cosplay don't. is having fun and having people recognize who you are. And even if they don't, it's just you having fun in the costume. No one ever recognized me or people recognized me too much. I don't know. I was a little offended when somebody was like, oh, I don't, I didn't see Chucky Finster. And I'm just like, you obviously don't have imagination, but whatever. Um, (laughs) You know, it just gives me ideas for next year. Like I just said, I could have combined both Chuckies. Because every time I said Chucky, people thought like Chucky the murderer, Mm -hmm. murderous doll Chucky. But no, I meant Chucky Finster because he reminds me of myself. Because he always says life is hard and it is. (laughs) Hopefully those tips help those who are thinking about going to Comic-Con next year since they missed it this year. Definitely get fan verified and you won't miss it next year. 2020 seems like a big year for everyone and I feel like 2020 will be the year that this would like be great for. So one thing I want to talk about is the hypocrisy of nerd culture. And um, I think my, I, this is my issue. Um, the thing is, is Comic-Con blew up to being, to expanding to more. And it's okay that people who maybe aren't into a lot of things come. It's an open environment. But what I, what really hurts me sometimes is when I see the people, like on social media posting when they get tickets or going, the people who used to shut me up for nerding out on things or mm-hmm. geeking out, then showing up to Comic-Con. That's, that hypocrisy right there. It's like, what are you supposed to do when the one your one salvation is now become extremely popular that even people who put you down for that are now there but i think that hypocrisy i'm gonna try one of you guys i got this hypocrisy that this happens it happens also with people who got bullied in general um like those men who used to make fun of fat women when they were younger are dating fat women now you know what i mean or are fat themselves like it's the irony of the situation it's like i feel like and I say this for all things. I feel like when people hate on something or are they very judgmental about something, it's because they like those said some things but are so afraid that they will be judged for it that they judge you for it. Yeah, and it's like when, but the, to like, sh- to like, I'm in a conversation. I'm, ge- you know, I geek out a lot. At least you, you know. know. Yeah. Especially when you're drunk. Oh. Fun fact. <laughs> I don't think that. I'm gonna be honest. I'm probably pulling those facts out of my ass. I don't know where I know them from. I don't know either, Rosie. Sometimes I want to fact check you, but then you tell me I'm wrong. So I'm like, you know what? She's probably right. So forget it. Because it's things that I don't know. So, but anyway, go ahead. And well, one, one of these days we need to Google that. <laughs> one of these days I'm gonna record your ass. Please don't. But literally, literally, it's the same people who always tell me, Rosie, like, just stop. I'm not interested in that. Or, like, the things that get me excited that I geek, geek out on are the ones who are then buying tickets. And I'm, like, and going to the things that I geek out on. And, yeah, I understand if you don't want to hear it from me. But when you're a dick about it, that's different. Yeah. You know? And it's, like, it makes me feel bad for geeking out. In that sense... That's different from what I said about, like, you know, people who hate on others or people who judge others because they want to do the same things they're doing. They're just afraid to. Like, they're afraid to be that person. In that sense, that of what you're talking about, it's fucked up. Because if, especially they're friends of yours, if a person is excited, this is how you know when people aren't your friends. Because if a person is excited about something, even if it's not your interest, as a friend, you could say, hey, I'm not interested in that. But since you are, you know, tell me more. Show me. Because it's probably things that I did not like. Like, I say all the time, I never watched Star Wars. I never watched Lord of the Rings and stuff. 
I haven't seen these things. But now somebody and sits I judge me down her every day. Shut the fuck up. You cannot <laughs> judge me for this. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm kidding. I don't. In judge. certain situations, rule number ten: don't judge. <laughs> that's like number thirteen, but yeah. Oh, that wasn't part of ten. You're right. Um, in those instances, it's kind of like don't be a dick about it. Like you can't judge me for liking this and turn around and think like you now you owe me an apology because it's not fair that just a week ago you're telling me bitch shut the fuck up i don't want to hear it to now being in the space where i feel comfortable like you're infiltrating the spaces that i feel safe in and i don't feel safe around you and now i'm going to flip the tables to the nerd community because what can we as the geeks and nerds do to also make people feel more welcome because at the end of the day comic yeah some people might not be into comic books but they might still really love the batman movies that doesn't mean they're not allowed in comic-con that was another reason why i think i spent so many besides the fact that i thought it was pretty expensive but i could see why it's expensive and why it's also worth going um another reason why i say i don't say certain things to certain people like i love marvel or you know i'm super like i'm a super flash fan or wonder woman fan and things like that because people turn around and say, all right, so what happened in comic um, number 35 in volume 15? I'm going to sit there and look at you like, what? You know, it's always that fine line of, well, you're not geeky enough. And it's like, not only, okay, I, I understand that the nerd and geek com um, community were kind of separated from, like, quote, unquote, the normies, as we say. And whatever stereotypical jocks Stere at, the right. the, at the end of the day. They were separated. And I know people got made fun of for being nerds and geeks are now Me. people who made fun of them are now like into these things because they were i guess it was just because they were afraid to show that they were and nerds were not but it's also not i feel like there's so some nerds and geeks who are in the extreme group where they don't want to include anybody else like some geek nerd men don't want to include women in it because it's like we don't know enough information oh or, god that's like a whole other that's topic. another whole topic and <clears throat> Or they don't. They want to exclude me because it's like, like I felt at one point because I said something. I was like, "Oh, is that Mary Poppins?" And people looked at me like, "No." And I'm just like, "I don't know everything. I'm going based on what it looks like to me. And if I'm not familiar, it's like, hey, can you just tell me what it is rather than look at me funny for not knowing? I'm not gonna know everything just because I can. I know who Goku is doesn't mean necessarily that I'm gonna figure out mm -hmm. who this person from a different anime is because I don't watch anime. You know, and if I mistake a DC character for no, I don't mistake DC characters for Marvel characters. That's fucking obvious. But besides that, but like let's say I don't know a Pokemon name, does that make me any less of a nerd because I don't indulge in certain things of the culture? Like there's certain things that I do love. Like you could sit here and talk to me about astronomy, space, um, and all this shit. Like I would sit there. There's some days that I sit there and read up everything about everything that NASA is doing currently and everything like that. Cause I'm a huge, and I mean like huge person who loves astronomy like i'm a fucking geek i'm like there's fucking aliens like i could sit here and talk to you for hours like there's fucking aliens there's other galaxies like there's probably another me over it's there just bitching no, about something it's else very exciting right now seeing her <laughs> get excited like she's like, like smiling like there's another right? motherfucking earth out there like i get excited so shit like that i like so that's why i think i love the guardians of the galaxy movie so much and things like doctor who because it kind of puts that perspective on me but does that make me any less of a nerd because I don't know My Hero Academia or um, I don't know the old Batman comics or I don't know the whole origin story of Joker in the different multi-universes. You know what I mean? Oh, there's so many different I know that. No, sorry. That was just it was, that was me talking to myself. Yeah. But it's like, there's always, there's always a flip side to the coin. It's like either you're, not, you're too nerdy and then people make fun of you or you're not nerdy enough and then the nerds exclude you. And then you're also in between and then you just get lost between both of those. Right. And I'm going to I'm going to publicly apologize to you right now, and publicly in like a week because it comes out in 
This comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, this never mind. is going to be like. So I'll publicly apologize tomorrow <laughs> because I know usually I'm joking when I do that, when I give you weird looks and oh, stuff. Yeah. But like now that we're talking about it, I am going to be more mindful of it because I usually do that as a joke, but I don't know how often that comes Oh, no. I, I, I don't take it offensively from you because I know how you are. And stuff like that. But I have run into other people who would question me so specifically. And I'm just like, I don't fucking know the answer to this. Maybe I just like watching the Marvel movies because of the action and like the the hero aspect of it all. Or like the shit that Loki be doing. And certain, you know what I mean? Like maybe that's what I love to see. Mm-hmm. Or I like to see the badassness of the Wakanda movie and all the women um, in Wakanda, you know, or yeah, that's really cool. maybe I fucking love Wonder Woman because the fucking Amazons were some bitches, and I don't mean bad bitches, like they were bad bitches, you know what I mean? Like, maybe I just like certain things because it falls within the realm of the things that I believe in and stuff like that. Like I said, I love Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Who. Like, I will fucking geek out and have a whole hour conversation or more about Doctor Who, the theories, the twists and turns, the timey wimey shit, like. Cause fun, that's my shit. Fun fact, Abby's the one who got me into Doctor Who. <laughs> and uh, I stopped at Doctor 12, but, like, I have to catch up. You really do. So I did see great. a couple of episodes from 13, and I did, like, 13. She's amazing. No, she's great. But, yeah. So, it's just, I don't know, it's really hard. And our culture is one of those things, like, like other stuff, where, yes, it's inclusive, but it's also, um, it's also excludes people. I think the exclusion came from the fact that for years, I can attest, because I sometimes can be unintentionally mm-hmm. exclusive, it's because I spent years getting told to shut up when I geeked out. So then when I finally find my community, it's, like, hard for me to want to open it up, you know? And, honestly, yeah. the point of Comic-Con is to have this community together, and I get it and stuff like that. But I feel like at this point that people are a little bit more open to everything, that people are now able to show up. Like, let me tell you, girl, there was some fine-ass men on Saturday. <laughs> oh, I know. There was some fun man in comic-con i was like oh yeah geese i would have never thought you know what i mean like you never know who you're gonna see and i've even seen people that i knew they didn't notice me because i kind of like went skirt and i can't went a different way you're avoiding <laughs> i avoided i was after stuck i said like, oh god please don't see me please don't see me and i was like oh shit thank god and i kind of walked the other way <gasps> i saw a pickle rick oh they oh i saw a pickle rick yes that is Pickle Rick. <laughs> I got really hyped because when I was Morty, I didn't have a Rick. Even though Evil Morty technically doesn't have a Rick. But, mm-hmm. like, he's the one true Morty. Uh, no, well, no. See, Dimension... I have to watch this show. Well, Dimension... I've seen episodes, but I haven't seen Morty from Dimension C-137 could technically be the... Is technically the... Actually, I don't know you which... You said nothing to me. Yeah. <laughs> Point is, is... I, I, can, the, I consider the, the... Evil Morty, anyway, had no Rick. But, like, I needed a Rick, as you guys know from previous episodes... But then I was like, I don't need a Rick. And then you know who I stumble upon? An evil Rick. Um, uh, Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. I know. What? <laughs> Pickle Rick. I haven't seen the show. You have to see the show. I keep saying I am, and I just don't the time. I know it is. It's only three I've seasons seen, right now. I've seen episodes here and there. I just haven't seen the whole thing for its entirety, like from beginning to end. I've seen like episodes in the middle. The show and I was is always lost. such a genius concept. We'll see if I figure it out. It could be a little slow sometimes. Anyway, that was Comic-Con. So while Rosie was at Comic-Con Friday, <laughs> Abby, and this is part of the little wine drunk, <laughs> was at a strip show called Hunkomania. I went out for a friend of mine's birthday. She turned 27. Happy birthday to you. Um, A, I want to say your whole name before you know I find out if it's okay, but... You know, she asked to come out. I couldn't go out with her the two other days because I had other things to do. So I went out. I didn't know what to expect. 
I never, I don't know if I ever told a story about like my bad experience with like a male stripper. I guess I will talk about this in an upcoming episode, but I had a bad experience when I was 23 going on 24, I think, with a male stripper. And I've sworn off all male strippers. It was just weird to me to see male strippers, but I could be in a female strip club because I'm the type to hype you up. Like, yes, bitch, do that shit, shake it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm that type. I don't care about other women's bodies because I have a woman's body. Anyway. We go to the strip show. I find a Dominican Drake. He looked like Drake. He was fine. But not my thing. I don't really care much for six packs and stuff like that. Like, if you got it, cool. If you don't, whatever. You know, like, I'm just not a big fan of six packs. I don't really give a fuck. All these men have six packs. They were all, like, these athletic-ass dudes and shit like that. So I kind of faced my fear a little bit. I didn't dance with any of them because you have to pay them $20 per dance. So I was like, I don't got money right now to be paying you to dance on me. But they are extreme. They pick you up. They bang you from the fake bang you from the back. It's crazy. Oh my god! But it's so much fun. <laughs> I feel like I would get anxiety in that kind. You of wouldn't thing. get anxiety. You'll be red, but you will turn red. I feel it's, myself turning red. Yeah, these two. About this. It was these two British women next to us, and he had her like he she straddled him, and they were grinding on each other and stuff. That is that type of show, but it's so much fun. Oh my god! It's so much fun. Like. <laughs> I know somebody who's getting married next year. I don't know. I think I'm about to go take her there. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, here's my wine drunk for the weekend. I don't know if you have one. I don't. Not necessarily wine drunk, but lately, I don't know if I said this, but I think I said this recently. Like, I haven't really been attracted to men. I know I have my two little daters during the summer, which that season's over, so they don't count anyway. Um, even though I dated two people during the summer, whatever the case may be, I wasn't necessarily having feelings for anyone. I wasn't really looking at men or anything. So lately, I've been singing this mantra to myself when I wake up in the morning and sometimes throughout the day. Every man that I'm attracted to is attracted to me. And I'm starting to notice a difference. On my way home Friday, I wasn't tipsy anymore at this point. Like, even I got close to tipsy, but I wasn't really tipsy to begin with anyway. So... I'm on the train going home, and I'm thinking I'm at the towards the front of the train because I see the I had to walk from like the west side to the east side of like Times Square to Grand Central. Hell, that's long fucking blocks. I walked from 10th Avenue to Park. That's a lot. So at one point at 7th Avenue, I saw that the train was like 16 minutes away, and I was like, "Well, I got time." So I wasn't walking too too fast. But I was walking fast enough to get there. By the time I got to the train station, I had to refill my metric card. And I saw that the train was two minutes away. Refilled it. Ran my ass down the stairs. Cool. Train's pulling into the station. The, you know the, conduct, the conductor yeah. that point out the window or whatever? Yeah, I ended up by the conductor's cart. Never happens to me. I'm usually towards the front, especially for this particular train that I so got to go home in. Sees this dude. This dude bites his lip and is staring at me. And I'm just like okay <laughs> get on the train and i see that he's opening his little door he's peeking out he's moving back and all this other extra shit so i'm sitting here like is homie trying to talk to me or something because he ain't saying nothing so me being the flirtatious asshole that i am i moved by the door by his door every stop in between he is sitting there staring at a hole in my fucking brain but won't say anything. And I look over and I'll start laughing. Because I'm like, you're not serious right now. I understand you're at work and shit like that. My friend's like, yo, holler at him, holler at him. I'm like, yo, he's not that cute or whatever. But this is fun. And then I realized, I was like, holy shit, I'm starting to become attracted to men again. Like, 
not that I was never attracted to them. It was just now I'm like noticing i'm noticing them more i'm I'm starting to notice them noticing me a little bit more than i usually do because lady i just don't give a fuck i'm doing whatever i'm doing for me anyway so it was fun for him so i that finally i was like oh is he gonna talk to me can i say nothing all right cool so i got off the train i'm gonna stop and i see him staring at me again biting his lips i was like good night and he's like good have a good night Real thing, and I'm just like, whatever, ASMR. bitch. That's how it looks amazing. So I walked off and think next day, ooh, returning from Comic Con, girl, I will marry this man. Conductor, same cart, same train. Same conductor? No, same, not same oh. conductor. This dude, 6'4, had to be like around 6'2 to 6'4. You know me and my tall man. I will climb you like a tree. Climb you like a tree. <laughs> so. He's there, oh god, glasses all. Oh. I hear him talk, he was like, next stop is with a deep ass voice, and I'm just like, oh. You melted it now. Jesus. But I was a pussy and I didn't I'm talk to him. I'm low-key <laughs> afraid right now because Abby looks like she's having convulsions. No, not even. He was just so fun. Jesus. But he's probably a fuckboy, so I didn't talk to him. So that was my wine drink for the weekend. Okay, well, I don't have one because I was at Comic-Con, so I was... <laughs> that is her wine this drunk. Whole episode, That's her nerd drunk. <laughs> this whole episode was dedicated to that, so... She was nerd, nerd drunk this weekend. Okay, so... All right, yeah, so that concludes our episode. So quick story, a story, quick announcement. announcement, and then you're going to hear a longer announcement right after this. Um, we will see you back in about November approximately yeah just about we're taking a month off um between the 20th and continuously next of uh, the, the the next few episodes to get shit together i know you guys have been hearing a bunch of things about us revamping so we just want to take a little break go through storyboards solidify everything and then we'll be back so yeah. So, um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can hit us up on Instagram at what is currently underscore left to the wine, no A. And for now, you can email, email us at a left to the wine at gmail.com. I'm going to forward those emails to the new email once we get that solidified. I hope you guys have enjoyed our first 20 episodes. Like I said, this will be a small hiatus. See you soon.